Hey everybody, this is Brad and Lucas back with another cricket episode of Centre Bounce Cover Drive, the cricket and AFL podcast that gives you all the latest updates, hot takes and discussions. So, without anything else being said, let's get into another cricket episode. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, the World Cup is well and truly underway. There's been some big games this week and there's been some excellent... Real close ones. Finally, there's finally been a couple of close games. Which yeah, they're boy, boy, they're happy. Which is w- what we want, which is exactly what we want. Nice, entertaining World Cup. So we'll start off with uh, the Sunday Sunday night one, uh, New Zealand and India. This was going to be a big clash up in Dharmasala, near the Himalayas. Um, two top sides that will probably be in the top four by the end of this. Um, and it was India winning by four wickets with uh, tw- two overs left. So, New it, Zealand batted first, 273. That's a solid score. It is. It's a respectable score. And they had a decent top-order partnership, which got mm. which got them the decent score. It's, it's respectable. Yeah. But India, look, I think they've done a good job to limit them under 300, yeah. which is what India are really good at. Mm. Um, so, it's a chaseable score. That's and it. And New Zealand then bowled reasonably well. Um, they did. And Devin Conway, he, he hit like 130 or something. He had a great knock as well. He, yeah, he, he did, yeah. Fantastic for the and Coley hit 95, which was what got India over the line. Yeah. That's it. Um, but it was, it was. Uh, it's just India. India has been so good mm, in the I World mean, Cup. I mean, at, at home, in it's India, such yeah. an advantage. It, and I think they're, they're definitely the form side. I don't really see them dropping too many games from here. This was always going to be close. And I think New Zealand have done all right. Four wickets. Like, that's that's all right. That's not too bad. Um, so you take those against a top team like India. I reckon, yeah. And as, as we mentioned earlier, a few rounds mm, ago, yes. New Zealand sat top of the table quite and looking quite good. Me mm. and Lucas's theory was that actually, no, they were going to stumble and fall, mm-hmm. which they, they have recently. Because they haven't been playing like that. That first few games they played, like they beat, they beat England in the first one. They thought, hold on, New Zealand, they, like, they might be on here. And then... You know, they kept winning and we thought, oh, hold on. They're actually, you know, everyone thought, oh, hold on, they're doing all right. But when you check the games, like, they played they played Afghanistan. They played some really not great teams, per se. Like, they're not pushing top four teams. So, you know, they've got, they then they play, you know, India, New Zealand, South Africa, all the teams that are in and around the top four. And we predicted, you know, it might just be a little bit of a fluke and they're only beating, you know, the bad teams. So once they get some good teams in there, then they're exposed. And that's not to say that they're playing bad cricket. Like, they're playing fantastic cricket. That's right, yeah. But I don't think it's right up there with some of the best. And we, we will see that in the um, Australian-New Zealand game that um, happened this yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Um, so then the next game was Pakistan versus Afghanistan. Afghanistan break the hoodoo against their neighbours in the highest ever run chase. Mm-hmm. Well, in their, their highest ever run chase, sorry. So okay. they've won by eight wickets. They were two for 286 with one over left. So that's massive. It's Massive win, and Afghanistan are having a decent World Cup. Like they probably won't push top four, I don't think. But some of the teams they've beaten, like definitely, you'd, you'd take it away as a pretty good World Cup for Afghanistan defence. Pakistan, not looking good at all. No, they they sh- three on the trot now. So yeah, that's right. And concerning for their top four hopes, they should be. Afghanistan, look, they the reason they're able to win this so comfortably is Pakistan's inability to take wickets. Mm, they couldn't take right. wickets; only took two wickets. Yeah. So this is this is the bowling that's let them down mm. there. Um. So Afghanistan, uh, they're having a good World Cup. Mm. Um. Even though they're not likely to make top four, they are beating good sides that mm, are in the top that's four. That's it. And Pakistan, they've looked. They're shaking it up. Got, yeah, they've got a good lineup, and I think it's similar to the England situation, although not as bad as England. Um. 
but I think they've got a good they've got a good lineup. They're just not firing as much as you would probably back them into. And um, South Africa versus Bangladesh. South Africa mm. bat first again. Mm, yeah. So again, every time they've batted first, they've gotten a good score. They get three eighty two this time, Very and their top score. order and middle order is amazing once more. Mm. De Kock, Hendricks, Van Dijk, De like one hundred and seventy four. Yeah, something he like did. That. He got he Mark Ram, Class, and Miller, and they've been some of the best players in the competition. Mm. And they, that's why they've been getting such high scores because all their top. Five, six batters have been on song. And Quinton de Kock is looking like a possible player of the tournament so far. Potentially. With an amazing innings of 174, the highest score of this World Cup so far. Mm. Yeah, so, so the theory continues about South Africa and their strengths batting first. And uh, there's also been a couple of commentators pick it up. Ricky Ponting, I think you said, has picked it up as well, that they're not a good chasing team. So... Obviously, they came out with a pretty big win here, you know, beating Bangladesh by 100, 149 runs, which is, a, you know, a very good, very good margin. But they, they, their consistency needs to be bowling first and batting first. They need to have consistency in both. And if they're chasing, like, they're, you, we've seen the scores here. They, they get, you know, almost 400 every time they bat first, but then fall apart when they chase. They, they need to have a bit more consistency no matter when they're batting. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, and so then we go move into Australia, Netherlands. Mm. Uh, so Australia win the toss and we elected to bat first on a pretty... A bat-friendly pitch. A pretty bat-friendly bat pitch here. Mm. And we finished eight for 399. So pretty much 400 runs here. Maxwell... Mm. Well, oh. well, we'll move into him in a sec. He's. We'll no. talk about it in a bit more depth. But he's, David Warner. We have to talk about him first. Yeah. Batter. Hundred and four off ninety three. Maxwell got one hundred and six off forty four. Mm. And Steve Smith seventy one off sixty eight. So Steve Smith found some groove in that match finally. Fantastic. Yeah, it's good to see him. He wasn't. I'll tell you what. He was not getting out on this wicket. He was. Oh, he was locked in. You could he see was, he wanted a good score. And all the runs he was making, even the slight close ones that he probably didn't even need to he die for. Diving. He was diving. He was diving. He was not taking any risks. And fair enough, like, as a batter, you'd want to capitalise. And David Warner, I tell you what, 104 off 93 balls, fantastic. Steve Smith, like we said earlier, 71 off 68. David Warner fighting some form. It's good to see, you know, the openers do well. And Mitch Marsh, uh, they, they got off to a flyer as well. Um, so... Yeah, really and positive stuff. Yeah, so Netherlands have been really good at their power play bowling this tournament. Australia, uh, they look to capitalise off it, however. And mm. um, so they look to attack it. Now, Mitch Marsh fell to this early on, mm. but That's Warner right. and Smith were then able to uh, take it on. And some Netherlands had some really good fielding in the first 15 overs, holding Australia. Mm. Just trying to Excellent fielding. And uh, Warner and Smith, they got 100-run partnership, and Smudge was looking really good. Mm. And uh, Smith was removed by a screamer. Unlucky, he was looking good, and he was in good touch, and this is... Look, Probably. he was going to... I reckon he was going to go and make a century, so. I think he was as well. It's just, like, unlucky, because... Oh, I'll tell you what. Who, well, I forget who it was. It was one of the older Netherlands players. Dropped, you know, took a screamer at cover, it looked like, but then DRS ruled it not out because, you know, he grounded the ball, and then, you know, they sent him into, I don't know, it was... Uh, it was third man or something like that, like a like a short fine uh, third man, and he's taken another screamer to remove Smith. So, look, unlucky from Smith and a good comeback uh, by the Netherlands, and they've done. They're feeling like you said. I think you've got to take you like obviously Australia. It's a you know massive uh, skill difference here with um the teams, 
but I think with Netherlands, it's you gotta you gotta control the things you can control and stuff like fielding, like being really tight in the field, is something you definitely can control. And so if you're good in the field, you can definitely save runs and it gets the team behind you. But it didn't really translate much to the batting. That's right. And so Labuschagne, another solid score. Mm. Uh, he was helping David Warner rotate the strike there, and Maxwell mm. came to the crease at over 38. He didn't face a ball until the 41st over. Mm. And then he broke the record for the world's fastest ODI century. 100 of 40 balls at a strike rate of 240.91. That's With crazy. eight sixes and nine fours. Maxwell took 13 balls to get, his, to, get this, uh, to get from 50 to 100. That's massive. And I saw this. It was... It took him... So in like... The ov- in over um, 46... I forget... I'm not 100% sure what it was. Mm. But... 2.2 overs after he hit his 50, he got 100. That's massive. Which that's, is that's insane. absolutely massive. And I'll tell you what. And I saw I saw the over. I was watching the game. And the over when um, he got his 100, like, he scored two, two fours to start off with. And then, like, he got given a full toss. He flicked that, you know, stands back. And then he got another one even worse. And he flicked that to get his, to his 100. And that's the thing. That's the kind of things that Glenn Maxwell can do to you. Because when they're, when they're smacking you, when he's, you know, you're getting smacked to all ends as a bowler, like you don't have that same rhythm and it disrupts your rhythm. You're, you now have pressure on to stop him from, you know, scoring 20-odd right, off yeah. the over. But you can't. And so, you know, he's been given two full tosses. He's dispatched them both away for a massive six. Uh, he, is, he is exactly what we need in our middle order. And I think... Yeah, a middle order searching for runs. Obviously, Steve Smith got a solid score, and so did Minus. He got sixty odd. So it's good to see, um, good to see our players getting some solid scores. And even even though it's a batting wicket, it's sometimes good just to get like a nice fifty odd runs because it gets you in the groove. And if you go out early every match, well, that's not going to help you, that's you know, right. settle in. So I think it's good that we can have the batters can have a good, good knock. And uh, Netherlands, they were all out for 90 in the 21st over. So not heaps to say here, but it was no. good to see our, our bowling tighten up. We got some power play wickets, which mm, was really good. Exactly um, right. And, yeah, so that was good from us. Zampa amazing again mm. with the ball. We picked up four for eight. So Beautiful. that was incredible. Um, yeah. And records broken some, in this match. Some records broken in the match. Uh, Cricket.com today, you published an article here, and I just want to highlight some of the stats here. So the fastest um, ODL World Cup century, Glenn Maxwell, so off you know, 140 balls. The previous record was Aidan Markram who said it I think like 18 days earlier on the same ground so you know really really a real batter's paradise Delhi um, and then so obviously then the fastest ODI century by an Australian so the previous record was Glenn Maxwell yeah, Glenn yeah. Maxwell's broken it so the previous record was Glenn Maxwell 51 balls he's beaten that by 11 which is massive um, and then you got the fastest uh, 100 score by an Australian in all, this is all formats. Um, and the previous fastest was a uh, 45 ball century for Me- Meg Lanning in the 2012 2013 summer. So that's, that's stood for a decade. And he's broken that, which is fantastic. All, and that's in all formats as well. So that's, that's amazing. Um, and the latest ever arrival for a century in ODIs. So no player in the history of 50 over cricket, international or list A, has arrived in the middle or later stage of the innings and proceeded to reach three figures. Uh, Maxwell didn't face the ball, like we said, until the 34th... 
41st over, but with some strike farming, which was good from Josh Inglis and a couple other batters that were in there at the moment, um, he faced the next 44 out of 54 balls. So fantastic, you know, getting the strike to the batter who's looking absolutely red hot, which is exactly what you want. And it's the biggest World Cup margin uh, by run. So we beat them, we beat the Netherlands by 309 runs. Previous record was Australia by 275 against Afghanistan in last in the last World Cup. So, you know, we're breaking our own records here, which this is, is exactly like, what we want to So we're like see. four records in already. Here we go. That's Keep it. Going. And, you know, so we've got, we got a couple more now. And it's and um, another record that was broken by the Dutch is, you know, it's not a fantastic record, but it's the worst ODI bowling figures. So Bastelide, um got two for 115, Right, his last over going for twenty eight. He was the one that bowled to Glenn Maxwell when he hit his when he hit his um when he hit his century. And the previous record was Adam Zampa, who had none for one hundred and thirteen. Um, and then Mitchell Stark, he also picked up the most bowled wickets in um, a World Cup. Uh, so he equaled Wasim Akram's twenty five bowled wickets in a World Cup. Um, and this last one from David Warner. So international centuries from David Warner. He has in all this is in all formats. He has ten against South Africa, nine against Pakistan, seven against India, seven against New Zealand, five against England, four against Sri Lanka, three against Bangladesh, Afghanistan he's got one, Netherlands he has one, and Zimbabwe he has one. So ten international opponents, right? And he scored a century against all of them. He equals the record um, with Ricky Ponting and Adam Gilchrist for that. So outstanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does, Absolutely yeah, yeah. outstanding. So records broken in that game. Probably, probably not so not so many good records if you're a, a fan of the Dutch. Yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. so. I'll tell you what, what a cracking game to get. That was really that was groove. that was a beautiful game, and mm. uh, it was it was really good to see us destroy Netherlands because I think we needed to. Yeah. Uh, so that it. was good. Um, England, not much to say in this game. England. Uh, have lost to a very composed Sri Lankan side, mm. England middle order, falling quite weakly once again in this competition, and um, they have now set the set the record for the lowest all-out score at the ground at the, the ground. Yeah, all-out 156. I, I was looking at the game. Uh, it wasn't on TV, so I was just looking at it on you know, the cricket cricket app, and you know, I was having a chat, and I said to Brad, mate. The way England are going, all out, 100, under 150, surely, and they've gotten out for 156. So, look, I think we count that. I think I think, I think that's in the 150s. Good, yeah. So we're we're on fire with the predictions at the moment. Oh yeah, we really are. Mate. But yeah. this is just getting embarrassing for England here, like Sri Lanka, who are like they're a solid side, they're a very very good side, and they're coming into the World Cup with some great form in the warm up matches behind them. But you back England to beat them more than like they lost by eight wickets. Like, that's, that's right. That's that's embarrassing. And Sri Lanka, like I said, they're playing. They're playing, you know, some not it's cricket, but it's not it's not outstanding. So, yeah, England probably, you know, I think you can just about say that they're not gonna make top four, and you know they'd be just battling not to get wooden spoon here at this point. I think so, yeah. Um, mean, from from ODI World Cup champions to wooden spoon, like that's embarrassing. That's that's shocking. I mean, it's it's honestly funny. <laughs> I'm not complaining though. Like, <laughs> and you you sent me a video of um of Pat Collins, and it was in the press conference after the um Australian Netherlands yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because he was speaking about you know how he's got some friends in the Kiwi team and whatnot, and one of the reporters asked him, oh you know speaking of speaking of close friends, you'd um obviously pretty pretty sad to see um England lose to Sri Lanka there. What were your thoughts? And you could see in the video like he was trying not to burst out laughing. <laughs> he's I, he's he's trying to hold in all his laughter. He just thinks it's and, the funniest thing. And he's thing going ever. like, oh 
Yeah, so obviously, you know, we, we, we play them in a couple of weeks, so we'll, we'll definitely have a look into that. I don't, <laughs> yeah, he, don't really have much to say. He tried to skip the question. Cause he <laughs> it just... was hilarious. And he, so it's good to see that, you know, we're taking take out the palms. Um, so, yeah, that's fantastic. And now this game, this next game, Pakistan and, and South Africa. Highlights our point again. This is interesting. South Africa have won by one wicket. Mm. Now, chasing 270. Chasing 270. In every other game that they've started batting, they've nearly hit 400 runs. Mm. They've lost to Netherlands chasing, and now they've nearly lost to Pakistan chasing, and they were chasing a very low score. Mm. Mark, was it? It was Mark Ram. Mark Ram, who got 90. He was the only batter to hit above 30 runs. Mm. South Africa cannot chase. They can't chase. They're lucky to get the win there. Yeah, very lucky there, and unlucky to Pakistan, and probably thinking they could have got him there. Uh, But, yeah, look, honestly, if you're... Up against for any teams up against um, the South Africans coming up, even if it is a bowling wicket, you almost back yourself to say rubber bat first, just to you know put some pressure on them. And if you get a score, three hundred plus, like I think they're done. I think you, I think you just about cooked them really. So yeah, definitely some interesting signs for South Africa. Um, and once again, you know uh, we're th- our theories we're, we're on fire this World Cup with our predictions and hot takes. So. That's fantastic. Oh, we really are. Um, but moving on to the more important game, Australia versus New Zealand. New Zealand won the toss and elected to bowl, which, which I think was... It's a, what the pitch was saying. It was. Generally, you bowl first because there was, you know, it was said to be a bit of swing in the pitch. That didn't really happen. There wasn't no, it didn't, too much did it? swing at all with the new ball. Head and Warner got us ab- off to an absolute flyer. Oh, Travis Head. In the first back in 20 the side. overs. I'll tell you what. Back in the side, he's hit 109 off 67 deliveries. That's David massive. Warner's hit 81 off 65. We were going at 11, 12 and over for the first 19, 20 overs before David Warner fell. And we made we, we maintained a run rate of probably, I'd say, 7, 8 and over for most of the, um, most of the match, which is extremely promising for us. But I tell you what, it's just so good to see um, us doing well and Travis Head coming back into the side so easily. Like, it looks like he's been, you know, it looks like he hadn't been injured. And, you know, we saw, I think it was a, it was a, a, a Henry over there. And, you know, he got hit for six off the first ball. Then he hit a no ball. And so you got your free hit. And then that, that That's went where it six. all started. And then that was a no. The free hit was a no ball. So we had another. That got destroyed again for six. And that that's what clicked Travis head into gear. David Warner, obviously, he's been in fine form. He got eighty odd, I think. So some really solid performances. Um, so with Travis head coming back in, there, you had a bit of an order reshuffle. Uh, so Mitch Marsh came came in at three, which is Smith's usual spot. He voiced his displeasure at that. Like he he's been coming in at three for the past decade. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so our all-rounder Cam Green came out, came out the side for Travis Head, um, but, but look, I didn't like I think going into that. Steve Smith's point: Mitchell mm. Marsh really couldn't find his groove when he came in. He looked slow. He dug he himself looked, into a he hole. He did. A bit. He dug himself. He he just didn't look like mm. he wanted to score. He didn't look like he wanted to be out there. No. And look, I think I think we've talked about it before. He he needs to open or he needs to bat in the deep in the middle order. Yeah. Well, look, you need you need Smith to come in when he's comfortable and. Ultimately, because Mitch was Mitch Marsh wasn't doing so great, that's what forced Smith out. Like he he, he felt pressured now to start scoring some runs, start scoring some boundaries because the run rate was drying up a bit, and he's just you know hit one straight to a fielder. And I think going into it, I didn't like it because it removes that familiarity of having Smith in at three, and then 
we don't have that. Like we've got Glenn Maxwell, but we need that big, hard-hitting middle middle order batsman, you know, all-round batsman. And removing Cam Green and not having that, I didn't like it. So I think I'm glad. I hope that we don't go in with that again because it really it didn't work. Um, so hopefully we shuffle the order around back to what we had before with Smith in at Smith in at three, Mitch Marsh coming in at five or six. Um, so hopefully we do that because I didn't. Yeah. It's yeah, it's that'll not, be the way to go. And look, after our openers have fell, we've had lots of trouble with our middle order. Uh, they haven't been able to catch on no, from where the openers really left runs. off. They've really just built gotten themselves they, bogged. Yeah, they built David Warner and Travis Head built an excellent pr- platform for us. And we've that's been, right. And the thing is, theme. if they one of them falls early, where where does that put us? All of a sudden, all mm. of a sudden, if you take away our middle opening or- partnership in this game, middle orders exposed. Middle orders exposed, and we can't bat middle order. So no. the problem is, there's so much pressure on our openers because if they don't do well, mm. all of a sudden we go, oh no, our middle order cannot bat. We need we and, have so, and that's we need why we need openers. that's why we need Mitch Marsh coming at six because you need that. You need to have the the um, the lower order back up. Uh, you've got you know we need the all rounders to back up because we've seen Glenn Maxwell doing that. If the middle order falters, he comes out and gets you know a big score of you know fifty a hundred odd. Like we've seen him, he got forty odd in this game. Um, so I think we need to have that just to fall back on in case our middle order doesn't do well. Uh, so yeah, just yeah, to, that's that's, that's my right, thoughts. Yeah. I think. Keep it, keep it the way and it New Zealand needed uh, 390, uh, 389, sorry, to win. Mm. Uh, they went off quite early. They they knew what they had to chase. Yeah. They they went about it in a pretty decent way. Mitchell quite Stark took me. an amazing catch. Oh, uh, he did. He Mate. took two good catches. Uh, Josh Hazelwood. Oh, and look, most of the second half of their innings... They, they required 9, 10 and over, which really seemed like, look, Australia have got this now. Mm. They just need to bowl well. I, I, went, and I went to bed um, probably halfway through this game when the run rate started to creep up. You know, they, we hadn't taken a wicket in a while, but I thought, you know, we can probably... Like, we, obviously, you want to look to take wickets and not defend the score, but I think the way we were, the way we were going, you know, I think, OK, we, we'll, we'll have this in the bag. It'll be, it'll be close-ish, but we'll, we'll get the win. And I woke up. I don't know, it would have been like 11-ish, right, right at the end of the game. And suddenly it's, it's close all of a sudden. And so, you know, I turn the TV on and, you know, it's the last three overs or something like that. We've got, uh, we've got Stark and Hazelwood bowling. Hazelwood does fantastic. He doesn't take much off his over. Mitchell Stark, who has been bowling quite wide. He's been so expensive. He, he's been very expensive. I think he had, he was like, none for 89 or something like that he went for quite a couple runs and it came down to the last over and they needed 18 off the last over which you know it's doable three sixes and you've won it um but you know he bowled i think he got a single or something and then it was a dot ball and then he's bowled five wides yeah and yeah think, oh no because suddenly he needs suddenly new zealand need 13 or five and they've just you know five Five runs have just been taken off the score for a nothing ball, and so, yeah, you know, I'm I'm worried because I think, oh no, here we go. And who was it that was in at the moment? We had their last their last hope. Who was it? Was uh, Nisham? Yeah. Uh, well, Ravindra was out by then, mm. uh, but he, he did a beautiful did a 116. Beautiful. So yeah. good on him. He's been a beautiful um in young uh, beautiful young player in some form, uh. But I'm starting to get worried, and 
then you know Marnus, I think I don't know when it was was in one of the last overs, and I think it was one of, off the Hazelwood over the second last over of the game, and you know he's the field have hit it straight to mid on where he's sitting, you know, he's he's come up a bit and then he's had to walk back, and then he's gone to jump up for the catch, and his foot is on the rope of the boundary as he's taken the taken the catch and he hadn't been able to complete it. And so it's gone for six, and yeah, it was it was very close. It was very it was a very game. dramatic end. We end up winning by five runs. We so need, we did it. I think we need we need some more close games. We to do make it exciting, uh, but you know I think it it did take a fair bit of our run uh, net run rate down. I think we were sitting at one point four or something like that, and it's taken it down to point nine. So good win for us. I'm glad that we're beating you know those sides that are contending for top four. So solid win. Uh, and I'm glad we got the job done. But I think yeah, me too. I, I yeah, was, I was worried for a second. I was very worried as well. And look, I'm glad we've done it, which mm. puts us comfortably sitting uh, fourth, mm. um, with some, which a couple, a couple points ahead of um, fourth and fifth. So yeah, I'm glad, glad we we're, we're, uh, we're in a solid spot. You know, so yeah, on the trot. Um, yeah, fantastic for us. Yeah, I think that's that's good. So. Uh, That'll probably be, look, standard win then for Netherlands. They mm. beat Bangladesh, but that'll probably be it for the cricket episode today. Yeah, um, I'd yeah. say so. All right. Well, it's been Sunnabounce Cover Drive. I'm Lucas. That's Brad. And we'll see you in the next round.